Radical Democrat Jamal Bowman sets off a fire alarm as House members scramble to avert a government shutdown. Kevin McCarthy takes heat for working with Democrats to keep the government funded. Plus, a new record is set for illegal border crossings. All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is the 13-Minute News Hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with the radical leftist Democrat, Jamal Bowman, who on Saturday, with hours left before a possible government shutdown and votes being rounded up to pass last-second funding legislation, thought it would be fun to pull a fire alarm inside the Cannon House office building, which would obviously lead to panic, chaos, and delaying any voting. The Democrats would, of course, then blame Republicans for shutting down the government. Here's how things went down. A Democratic congressman is under investigation after he pulled a fire alarm in the House office building. This is as his party was trying to delay a vote on the stopgap spending bill. This is an image now from security camera. It shows, it appears to show Congressman Jamal Bowman, who represents parts of New York City. A statement from Bowman's office acknowledged that he pulled the alarm and says he, quote, did not realize he would trigger a building alarm as he was rushing to make an urgent vote. The statement also says that he regrets any confusion. The building, it was evacuated, and some lawmakers have suggested a motion to expel him. As the report notes, the building was evacuated, which obviously led to delays, which is exactly what Bowman wanted. Here's Bowman's statement where he tries to explain what happened. He says, I want to personally clear up confusion surrounding today's events. Today, as I was rushing to make a vote, I came to a door that is usually open for votes, but today would not open. I'm embarrassed to admit that I activated the fire alarm, mistakenly thinking it would open the door. I regret this and sincerely apologize for any confusion this caused. Are you kidding me? Bowen thinks that the way to open a locked door is to pull a fire alarm, knowing that it will lead to an evacuation and delay of congressional proceedings. Give me a break. Here's former President Trump on the situation. Jamal Bowman, a congressman from New York, did something that was as bad or worse. You look at what's happening to the J6ers and they're putting them in jail for years and years. And this guy pulled an alarm system. And to show you how corrupt they are, he then said when he got caught, he didn't know he was on tape. I mean, I don't know how you can be in the Capitol and not know it, especially after what happened. And he said, oh, he was trying to get into a door. He thought he was opening a door. It was a door two feet away. He thought he was opening a door. It's a red box that says fire alarm on it. Yes, it is kind of hard to confuse a door with a fire alarm. But again, the initial reports were that Bowman didn't even pull the alarm. That part didn't come out until he realized he was caught on camera. Here's more from Trump. And he should be prosecuted the same exact way as the J6 people were prosecuted. And they've been treated, many of them have been treated more unfairly than anybody in the history of our country. And I don't know if I should be saying that because I don't know what these people behind me say, but I'll bet they agree with me. There's never been anybody treated so unfairly just about what they've done to the J6ers is terrible. And Bowman went and he pulled an alarm and you could add riots, you could add everything else and he did it during a vote. And he should be treated the same exact way. Trump is right. If you can get thrown in jail for walking around the Capitol grounds, then what should be the penalty if you purposely commit an act to cause a panic 
which leads to an evacuation, which delays voting. Fellow squad member Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was on CNN over the weekend and said, oh, this is no big deal. I'll be honest, it doesn't really make sense to me, his explanation. Have you talked to him? What's going on? I mean, listen, I think if you actually do see some of the photos of the signs, I think there's there's something to be said about the government's about to shut down. There's a vote clock that's going down. The exits that are normally open in that building were suddenly closed. He pulled a fire alarm. So I'm I'm what I am here to say is that House administration and U.S. Capitol Police and Jamal Bowman are inactive and he's fully participating and saying there was a misunderstanding. What a ridiculous statement. Bowman is fully participating in saying it was a misunderstanding. Got it. Really helpful there. So what do you think? Should Bowman be prosecuted? Should he be kicked out of Congress? Let me know in the comments. All right, next let's talk about the shutdown averting vote. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next, putting the fire alarm delay aside, the House and Senate actually voted on Saturday with only a few hours to spare on a continuing resolution that will keep the government funded for 45 more days. This means at the end of that 45 days, we could be back in the same place as we were this weekend, fighting to avert another shutdown. But the big question for everyone to think about is whether a government shutdown is actually needed. The Democrats have no desire to cut spending. Many Republicans don't either. So the small group of conservatives in the House seems to be the only ones who are taking a stand on issues such as the border, Ukraine funding, and the overall budget. Here's some background on what happened with the vote on Saturday. The House approved a bipartisan six-week extension, 335 to 91 today. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy leaned on Democrats to get this done. I'm sure every bet you had was government was going to shut down. I don't know how many times you're going to count us out. It was always believed that a bipartisan mix of Democrats and Republicans could avert a shutdown. McCarthy simply could not pass a temporary bill with only GOP members. So he reached across the aisle. So here's the deal. As part of the conditions for supporting Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House, conservatives said we need real spending cuts. We need clean appropriations bills. The continuing resolution offers neither. It simply extends spending at current levels and nothing gets fixed. Conservatives were holding the line. They said Ukraine funding had to go. They said the border needed to be addressed. They said the overall budget needs to be cut. Now, in striking this deal with the Democrats, McCarthy left out Ukraine funding and the Senate went along with it. That's because the Democrats know that McCarthy is said to be bringing up a secret Ukraine funding bill. Representative Byron Donalds was on Fox News Sunday and he spoke about the deal. Well, what's really happened here is that the speaker had an agreement with us in January about pre-COVID spending levels. The deal that was cut in the, in the debt ceiling deal, the speaker was told multiple times by myself in particular, and I told the entire leadership, you don't have the votes at that spending level from the debt ceiling deal. There are House Republicans who will not vote for that. And it's frankly more than uh, House Freedom Caucus members. It was more than that. So there was never an agreement on what the top line spending was. That's why we ended up at this situation. Spending, spending, and more spending. The Democrats are loving it. And it's no wonder that House conservatives feel betrayed. Well, look, I'm gonna be honest. We did not get anything out of this continued resolution. The border is still unsecured in our country. 
Why is that? That's because Joe Biden and the Democrats got their way. The Democrat members are very happy with this deal. I think this is a terrible deal for the American people because cutting this government spending down must happen. Inflation is still running rampant. That's not MAGA Republican. That's MAGA Republican. That's common sense. Having a secure border, that's not MAGA Republican. That's common sense. The Democrats are extremely radical on this position. Now, another congressman who has been extremely vocal is Matt Gates from Florida. Here's what he said last week is that possible shutdown was drawing near. I'm not pro-shutdown, but the way to fund the government is not the same way we've been doing it since the mid-90s, where it's one up or down vote on the entire government all at once. We should have separate, single-subject spending bills. Kevin McCarthy promised that in January. He is in breach of that promise. So I'm not here to hold the government hostage. I'm here to hold Kevin McCarthy to his word. Over the weekend, Gates said that he had plans to bring forward a motion to vacate McCarthy's speakership, basically a vote of no confidence. McCarthy says, bring it on. I think the House Republicans should stand strong over these next 45 days and demand real spending cuts, funding for border security, and a stop to Ukraine aid. The House needs to pass real appropriations bills. And if McCarthy can't show leadership in advancing conservative principles, then yes, he should not be speaker. All right. Next, a quick update on the crisis at America's southern border, which last month set a new record for illegal border crossings. According to reporting by the Center Square, America saw over 300,000 illegal border encounters in the month of August. Over 300,000. That number doesn't even include nearly 30,000 gotaways at the southern border. In August of 2020, there were about 65,000 illegal border crossers encountered. In August of 2021, that number jumped to 230,000. In August of last year, the number was over 250,000. And now America had 300,000 border crossings in just one month. The crisis has long held the attention of entrepreneur Elon Musk, who decided to go down to the border himself for an unfiltered look at the crisis. I'm uh, at Eagle Pass, uh, just arrived, and um we're just going to go around and, and talk to the, um, the major officials uh, and, and law enforcement and whatnot that uh, are here as, and, and just kind of eyeball the situation, get a sense for what's going on, and, and uh, so you can get the kind of like the real story. Sheriff Mark Lamb of Pinal County, Arizona, appreciated Musk heading down to the border because it brings more attention to the crisis, which Lamb lays squarely at the feet of Joe Biden. Let's give Elon Musk credit because he's come one more time than Joe Biden has. This administration just doesn't care about the greatest threat to America right now. You know, now we're hearing in the news about all these potential Chinese military men that are coming across. We've talked, uh, Director Ray issued a statement about the countless numbers of Russian spies. And we've been, we've been shouting from the rooftops about the amount of military-age men coming from special interest countries. And I just don't seem to think that this administration cares or they're turning a willful blind eye to it. Well, Joe Biden does care about how things are going, meaning he wants open borders. He wants to flood the country with people who are not interested in assimilating and becoming part of the American culture because the left wants to destroy the American culture in particular and Western culture in general. That's why you see this problem happening in country after country after country. All right, next here are some rapid fire headlines from around the world and around America. First, from the UK, using official government data for deaths in England and Wales, 
between 2010 and 2022, researchers, researchers found that excess death rates from cardiovascular diseases were up 13% in 2020, 30% in 2021, and 44% in 2022, which, quote, point to a worrying picture of even greater acceleration in coming years of deaths and disabilities, end quote, according to a report from Zero Hedge. Hmm, I wonder what also really kicked in in 2021 and 2022. Also, the Associated Press is reporting that the Pentagon is warning Congress that it is running low on money to replace weapons the U.S. has sent to Ukraine and has already been forced to slow down resupplying some troops, according to a letter sent to congressional leaders. The AP says the Pentagon letter urges Congress to replenish funding for Ukraine. And as you know, Ukraine funding was left out of the 40-day government funding bill. And finally, the list of household appliances and other goods that Biden and his far-left allies want to regulate is growing even bigger. According to a report in Just the News, the appliances that Biden now is regulating or plans to regulate include gas stoves, ovens, clothes washers, refrigerators, refrigerator freezers, standalone freezers, air conditioners, dishwashers, pool pumps, battery chargers, ceiling fans, dehumidifiers, microwave ovens, portable electric spas, and air compressors. If you don't think the left wants to control your lives, think again. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description. The one sheet gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Wednesday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.